Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the It's On Podcast with Obel. And Naika, you have so much energy today. Um, Actually, I don't have energy. I just, I'm tired. That's why I'm like, you know how when I, when you get tired and you like have this sudden burst of energy mm, because you're about like to you're crash. To, it's like you're trying to keep yourself awake pretty much. Basically. So yeah, yeah that's, that's basically what that is. Um, but how are you doing? Um, there has been a lot of crazy thing going on, you know, wedding planning, a lot of stress with that. And also I've been having a lot of hiccup when it comes to like my bridal party, not going to my bachelor party. Um, it's unfortunate, but, um, they're not going because I guess due to money issue, which I understand not everybody's in like a state where they are able to spend a lot of money. So um, I'm going to only have two of my sisters going to the bachelor party and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm going to have you and my sis Jenny. Yeah. So, I, are, you, are you excited you, for that? Of course. We're going to get lit. We're going to we literally de- Marco. We have a mm-hmm. surprise for everyone. So, oh, nice. so I hope they enjoy that surprise, you know? Oh, that's good. I'm excited. I'm excited. And I think we're going to have fun. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think we're just going to de-stress. Okay. That's, that's all it is about that weekend. Yeah. And we get it. You know, it's, they couldn't come, but I'm pretty sure they all support you. They all care about you still. So Absolutely. we're going to just, have we're going to have fun for them. Let's just put it that way. We're going to do all of the distressing. We need to distress before this big day. Like, how do you feel about your big day? Like, um, I'm just nervous. Cause I don't like attention on me. I'm like the opposite <laughs> of say Bruno. That. So when there's so many attention on me, it's like, anxiety like bruno was like i love it i can't wait for everybody to be staring at me and i'm like oh my gosh why don't why you is- walk- i'm like why don't you walk down the aisle and i wait on you like this one. Like, that's hilarious bruno said that though did he yeah. really say that yeah he did well i said oh my i told him why don't he walk down the aisle but no he- no no no. i know but i'm saying like did he really say he can't wait for people to look at him yeah, because that's loved, funny love the attention like you well bruno wait. you need to i think my bro needs a television so then because bro he would enjoy it <laughs> i think so too i think he's very charismatic so he would definitely enjoy it for but sure. um um, I'm excited for you. I know weddings are very stressful, but don't worry too much about it. It's gonna go bad. I'm gonna have an ugly yes. dress. I'll I'll no, keep you all posted. But I feel like I have an ugly dress. No, don't say that. Stop. Yeah. Stop putting negative negativity with your mouth, girl. Do not put negativity. You're gonna keep thinking about positive things. But exactly you know what, what you want that? is what you're gonna get. I do a lot of reverse psychology with my life. Like I talk uh... about something negative. So that something positive can happen. Can come out. But yeah. you know what? I, I, I see where you're coming from, but a lot of people can see that as bad too, because whatever you speak out, you speak life into things. So if mm. you're speaking things that are negative too, you don't want it to come true as well, because speaking things can kind of make that thing come into existence, um, come into existence. So you well, don't want to say too about many negative things. for the longest and it hasn't happened yet. So okay. in that case, I'm, I don't know about this, you know, that's a good okay. one. People I mean, always say it, that. Yeah, but if it works for you too, then if you feel like that's how it's always been mm-hmm. working for you, mm-hmm. you, you know the pattern. So mm-hmm. whatever is needed to get you 
um, prepare for this day. Like we talked to GV about that last time and he said to kind of like mentally mental prepare. fitness and mentally prepare yourself then just that's what I'm doing. I'm prepared for the worst. So if the best happened, I'm like, wow, great. But if the worst happened, I'm like, mm, okay, I, I actually expected that to happen. I expected that. <laughs> no no but nothing bad's gonna happen it's gonna go exactly as planned and obviously i'm not gonna say exactly as planned because nothing really like people know that anything does never so things don't always go exactly as planned but it will be great it will be a very successful um wedding let's just put it that way that's true now let's get we have like a new segment that we are starting with. We have like our producer that's going to come up with some great hot topics. It's not me and Obel coming up with it. So we're just as surprised by them. So do you want to call that um, segment like a name? Like, I feel like it would be fun if we call it something. Um, I guess it's just uh, it, honestly right now. The only thing that comes up is like just hot topic. <laughs> no, I, I literally want to come up with like an intro song for it let's get it a hot topic i don't know <laughs> all righty all right can we, can we produce a song about it I yeah think we can I, I think it's doable maybe yeah, after so maybe for january maybe like because gv's into doing music now i'm just like welcome back so yeah, maybe he'll be having fun producing something yeah, for this but yeah let's second Mm-hmm. let's get to the segment and we have a couple of things actually we need to talk about um that are going on with social media first of all let's address halloween fits because um mm. we saw kim kardashian's fit okay wow. so apparently she showed up to tracy ellie ross um party Mm-hmm. In a Halloween costume when it was supposed to be an actual fancy gown party. How do you feel about that? Like if somebody showed up with a Halloween costume, like how would that make you feel? Um, Let me think about it. If I was Kim Kardashian, if I was Kim Kardashian at first, I would be like, OMG, I didn't get the memo. But then I would kind of like rock it. Like I'll take pictures with everyone and act like I'm the entertainment for the night. That's what I would do. And if I was Tracy, I would just be laughing. Like if I was the person that was throwing the party, I would be laughing and have the person do something to make it seem like that was all part of the, you know, party. Mm. Okay. Honestly, I think she looks hot with that outfit. Honestly, she yeah. really looked like the character mm-hmm. um, she was trying to portray in that costume. Mm-hmm. What, what was that character again? I don't even know the character's name. I'm like, not into Hall- um, Halloween, so I really didn't care to find out but she was wearing some blue suit like she was all in blue with some red hair i'm mm-hmm. guessing some of our listener may know who's the character but i don't she looked really hot um on shade room they had sweetie sweetie was um that character last year um so shade room was like who rocked it better and i'm honestly gonna say kim kim rocked it better it was definitely pretty- and the name is mystique by the way oh mystique woman yeah mystique so behind it (laughs) yes so obviously kim kardashian did rock it better but i'm pretty sure she looked like badass at that party and just i'm pretty sure everybody was like good girl okay Mm -hmm. do your thing do your thing but do you Uh, like kardashian tracy tracy is funny too so she's definitely gonna like make it like a funny Mm -hmm. i guess yeah do you like i I think she makes fun out of it do you like the kardashian um, I don't care. You know, I don't care much 
for them, but I think they're pretty strategic and smart in their marketing. We got to give it to them. They are doing the thing when it comes to like marketing themselves well and trying to get everything that they're tr- they they have today is because of their technique and especially that mom genius brain of hers even though some things i don't personally agree with but i feel like it works for them and i i just have to give them props for just doing what works for them and making money okay we can't we can't, we can't just hate i can't hate on them really i, I don't Bro. care for them but i can't hate on them it's one of I those things them. i love the kardashian so let's I go know. on to our next topic we have nick cannon who is expecting his 12th child. Um, so that's the second one with the same baby mama, Elisa Scott. So how do you feel about Nick Cannon? But Father Abraham oh. had many sons. Oh. Many sons oh, had Father, Father Abraham. Abraham. Okay, this is not going to happen. <laughs> and so are you. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's just cut it right there. Let's just cut it right there. I'm sorry. We're not praising. We're not praising right now. This is just something. I don't know. I feel like. I remember he posted something once and he was saying how he mm-hmm. needed people to respect, you know, his decisions and respect the baby mamas that obviously respect the the, the women mm-hmm. and respect their privacy. But obviously he has some battles that he's struggling with and that you guys mm-hmm. need to kind of like keep him in prayers or something like really? that. I believe there was like this. Yeah, I feel like there was one post about that. Um, one day and he was just expressing how he felt and i feel like it's one of those things that you have to be real it's a it's it could be both a blessing and a curse the reason why i'm saying a blessing because it's always a blessing when you have kids right now the way that you're having the kid necessarily could be the curse part of aspect for some people that get raped people that are just sleeping with different baby mamas they don't have a solid foundation where they don't have like a fat well one family you know and just like i guess in the conventional way of having a kid, I would say, where it's like, it's something that's passed down from generation to generation where your mom and dad, you know, they have multiple women and men and babies by multiple men. And like, you know, like just that aspect of it. I don't think anybody wants to have so many different kids out there in the world with different baby mamas or different baby daddies, but that's just some, a reality of how things are sometimes in the black community, you know? Okay, so in the Bible days, it seems like a lot of main character in the Bible had a lot of wives and God kind of like was close to them in a way and, you know, blessed them and had a connection with him. For example, Abraham, Mm -hmm. he had almost three wives. He had Sarah, Hagar and Keturah. I don't know if I'm saying their names right. Mm-hmm. But back in the Bible day, it seems like so many men were having kids with different baby mamas and were like having many wives. So now I don't know when all of it changed, but it seems like back then it was so normal. And it seems like what Nick Cannon is doing is kind of like bringing what we had in the Bible, you know? What do you have to say about that? I mean, um, let's just say, I don't know. I, this is my thing. Yeah, back in the Bible, there's a lot of things happened that was, you know, like the norm. But obviously, after God established um, marriage and obviously kind of mm-hmm. establishes laws, mm-hmm. then now we know that, you know, it was better to kind of like 
form just one family and it's not good to sleep with your you know like to do incest which is sleeping with your sisters and brothers like back in the day that used to happen you know what i mean so god forbid all those things now so it's like speaking from a religion point of view um to i mean obviously fast forwarding to today it's not something that is ideal anymore but let's just remove the religion aspect off of it if somebody's listening to us that's not religious i don't think it's healthy personally i don't feel like it's a healthy thing to do because think about the different aspect that you're of of the kid's life where I get it, he's, he seems like a great father. Like, he seems like he's there for all of his children. But you have to understand, too, like, that kid is going to have some type of imbalance when it comes to, like, the stability. Because it's like, they have to go to mommy and daddy's house, and then they have to go to papi's house. And then it's like, you have all these different siblings. It's like, oh, that's also papi's, you know, woman. And it's like, or maybe that's just, it's it's... It's mm-hmm. it's all over the place. It's it's kind of messed up for the kid to begin with. And even though the dad is going to be there, is going to be supportive, but it's just not going to be something that I feel like it's going to be good for that child. When they grow up, then are they going to do the same thing? Is that what you well, want for them? I heard there is more women in this world than men. Mm-hmm. So I asked um, Google, why did Abraham have like a third wife? Because after Sarah died, then he married to Keturah. And that's when he had Keturah and Hagar. So I'm like, why? And then I'm like, I'm like, why did Abraham all, all have all these wives? And after Sarah died, I know he remarried to Keturah. And the, um, the Bible says that he sought a way to fulfill God's promise that Abraham would be father of many nations. So in order for him to have to be the father of many um, nations, he had kids with different women. So he had different baby mamas because mm-hmm. he had like God promise to fulfill. So right now, what if Nick Cannon <laughs> is a descendant of Abraham? Would God tell him he needs to father, <laughs> you know? You're, you're it, funny. Yeah, because a lot of the things like we like, oh my gosh, like things that happen in the Bible, we always think that it's not happening right now in real life. Like there's a prophet that actually came, you know, after, after the, um, after 80 years, a prophet came to the world, but people didn't believe him. He did, they didn't believe he was a true prophet. So there's a lot of things that are happening currently right now that we're not realizing it because we're like, oh, this is crazy. It has to be in the Bible only. So with, with Nick Cannon, I, I really don't know his situation and I don't know if I can speak about it, you know, <laughs> with him having so many wives. You That's know what? I- if. Honestly, I, I, now that you're talking about it, I'm like, listen, if that were the case, then that's hit between him and God. But this scenario is not good for me. It doesn't work for me. And I don't. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. And don't honestly, don't I, don't, I wouldn't try to like tell people, oh, yeah, that's healthy. That's healthy. Because I, I personally don't see it as something healthy because I don't know how he's doing it. Because that's that's just stretching himself too much for me. It's like all these kids are a blessing. Don't get me wrong, obviously. um, Kids are never going to be a curse. But it's just like, why all of those different women? Because it's like, are these women also okay with this? I guess. Yeah, yeah, they and are. Different oh. cultures, and different cultures. I mean, obviously, they're okay with it. He's rich, Nika. Yeah, he got are. money. You got money. Some women wouldn't agree with it, you know? Yeah, but, but obviously most women that are doing this are men that has money. Because even in oh, yeah, Africa, yeah. they have a culture. 
if you're able to take care of that woman, that's the re- only reason why you're going to have so many wives because you're able to take care of them. Yeah, you're so right. So, this hot topic was really good. So, it was. And the last one, of course, um, <laughs> I'll just briefly talk about it because I know it could be a sensitive subject and you probably don't want to kind of like dive into it too much now, but I'll just say yeah. this. It's sad to kind of see the same things over and over, especially yeah, when it comes to shooting. Call. You know, take off to. <laughs> Why am I laughing at this? I need Did to you just say take off to cough? Yes. That's not funny, but like. Rest in peace. Sometimes um, you gotta find a little bit like of <laughs> humor in something that's very sad. But take off to cough. He was shot. And um, there's been comments about it. Like, uh, I, I don't know if I could take his tears right now. But, um, yeah, it's just sad because it there's a lot of those things that basically the violence kind of do to our culture. Um, we're Hip-hop has become desensitized, okay, to murder. And this is the reason why I feel like a lot of the rappers are dying these days because it's like we're just making this as the norm. It's like, oh, whatever. And somebody said actually that a producer, I believe, um, was claiming that the labels do make money off the destruction of black communities. And I couldn't agree more because it's true because think about it. A lot of things that they're rapping and, and, and singing about are basically murdering people. Yeah. And he, I heard that he also claimed that he gets paid more money to the rap videos because they have higher insurance and they know that there's a higher risk of, you know, those rappers and the scene being shut up, shot, shot up. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Shot yeah. up, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. It's yeah. coming out so strong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and- so it's crazy. It's like, they know that these rappers are, you know, at risk mm-hmm. and there needs to be change. I, I saw on Instagram, there's a rapper. He was like crying. He was crying his heart out. He was saying, y'all took him. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done rapping. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, yeah. this is it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm not doing this anymore because y'all don't love us. And I feel like that's why some people like Candace Owen and Kanye West, they usually talk about like, stop talking about Black Lives Matter when it's our own people shooting up each other. There's more Black on Black crime. That's a fact. We we don't want white people to kill us, but we're not focusing on the Black and Black crime. And that's also important for us to mm-hmm. focus on. You know? Yeah. It's true. Oh, it's very true. Yeah. And 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 I was listening to some guy from a podcast and he was just talking about how, oh, you know, like there's a lot of love too in the gang. And I'm like, nigga, please. Excuse no. my language. But it's like there's a lot of love. It comes you and I know. get it. And I no no no. It's just a thing that is like, are you saying that you're justifying the reason why people are dying is because of like lack of respect? And so sometimes it's for no reason. For what? It's like it's for what? You know, it's 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 not a valid reason because it's like I get it when you grow up without a father, you don't have a father figure and you get to a gang and you feel like they're your father figure. And then like you're following their footsteps or you grew up in a community where you don't have food and the only way you could take care of your family is by doing those things. Oh, Bell, some of them, depending on the neighborhood you were raised in, some of them are recruited since they were little. They're like, you know, what, this guy, he's going to be part of a gang. So they have yeah. no choice. Some of them are recruited. And I know yeah. somebody at church who her son is in a gang because he was recruited. 
and oh. that's that's just that's just the life oh, for some no. people some, some people didn't choose to be part of a gang the gang chose them because of the neighborhood they didn't have money to be in a nice neighborhood so Dang. it's kind of hard it's Dang, tough. that is tough yeah i i actually didn't how come i didn't know about this stuff obviously it makes sense yeah. but it's just like we're privileged we are privileged black people they are some <laughs> Don't be throwing that word around like that. Cool. We are like, I, I realize how privileged I grew up when I, when I compare myself to people that didn't grow up with a father or a mother. You yeah, know? I know. It is true. Yeah. And that way we are. Yeah. yeah of Cause course. we did, we were provided with the many things and more that things that we, we wanted and things that we needed, you know? So it's, Not only I was privileged. I was also sheltered. So of course you wouldn't know stuff like that. You know, that's true. That's true. We were very sheltered. Um, with all that being said, I feel like half of this podcast has become about these topics, but they were really, really good and important topics to yeah. cover. Um, yeah. especially the last one we just did. Um, but let's get right into this bachelor in paradise, um, Ooh. chaotic shenanigans, because we saw a lot of, on, like after watching this episode i was like what the heck did i just watch what really? in the world did i just watch so well, it was just like we, we don't even need to last too much about it because i feel like it was just like all over toxic to me all over Not all over but we oh, almost victoria. we didn't see okay we so victoria, victoria johnny okay and- let's talk with victoria and johnny which is very cute Mm-hmm. now let me read with that one so victoria gave her rose to johnny and twitter was going off they're like are you serious like why would you choose johnny over alex but i get it i think she was just choosing a connection that she had longer versus not choosing a connection she just had it seems like she just didn't want to be that girl to me so I'm like, okay, I get it. And then later on, they go on a date. They kind of express that they're af- afraid to open up and they feel like everybody always run away from them. And I thought that was a very deep moment. But after that, they didn't really show them at all. Yeah, I think um, obviously things were good between them. And I, I honestly respected that decision more because I feel like even if she, she and Alex did look good, but she was more sure of her feelings for Johnny. And I think that's what matters because at the end of the day in life, um, you do want to pick with your head. You do want to pick with your heart as well. I I always tell people that it's like love is not going to buy happiness. But if you find somebody that has the potential to be able to do those things, it's not like they want to just be a bomb. I'm not going to just tell people, oh, well, just still choose them. But I don't think that's what. You know, like we don't know the gravity of that situation for her. So maybe she was just looking for a little more um, assurance from Johnny that he's not just this boy that doesn't have a plan, but somebody that wants to do better, that wants to do life and that wants to grow and that she can push to get to his fullest potential, which I think he has that potential. Or maybe I think she thinks he has that potential. So her picking Johnny make may have been a better decision for me or for her. I, I'm saying for me, for her, because of those things that she saw plus those feelings. You know what I mean? I like the fact that you said for you, because for most people, if she didn't pick Johnny, it would have been a wrong decision for the world. Honestly, I don't think she picked Johnny because she preferred Johnny. She picked Johnny because of she knew all the outside noises that would have happened if she didn't pick Johnny. 
So I feel like with these things, a lot of people are under pressure because how she was describing Alex, it seemed like she would have picked Alex if she didn't have a connection with Johnny first. And I think, you know, that's about it. I don't even want to dwell on them because I know that they're going to break up. <laughs> it's funny how because she's flirting around with Greg on IG, exactly. um, which is like, very it's interesting. Annoying, uh, it's annoying knowing that I'm like, OK, yeah, you didn't pick Johnny because you wanted to at this point. Like it's yeah, wait, I can't wait to hear this backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have, um, <laughs> this is going to be interesting for me, mm-hmm. um, because let, let, let's let's get to Justin and Rodney and Eliza. Oh there my you God. go. I I was gonna say mm-hmm. Eliza probably was trying to get out of this situation with her and Rodney. I don't think she was really all in and she found a excuse to kind of like push herself away. And that is what she's been doing because there's no way in hell this man in front of you telling you that, Hey, I care about you. I was just being respectful. And that's the reason why I did it. It's not because I don't care about you. And then you're like, oh, well, I don't know. I can't choose right now. Like, I can't choose right now when he asks her, like, you know, let me know, like, you know, like, do you get that? I actually care about you and that I was just trying to do what I feel like was best for you as a woman to make your own decisions yeah. and not because I don't care about you and I'm going to show you everything. All I want is you. And she's like, yeah. well, I don't know. Like, girl, mm-hmm. when a girl really cares about you, that will make them happy. And you guys would have just made up. And then that's it. Don't tell us yeah. you do. Know. You weren't going to go on the date. You only went because he tells you to do. Are you not a grown woman? You do know. You do know. And and the truth is, Justin is just a cuter guy. And he's a hot commodity, like Andrew said. And I see it. She's conflicted. And she found a reason to be like, you know what? I'm just so much into Justin. So She's I'm physically attracted it. to Justin. Yeah. That's what it is. So I'm just going to say that, you know, you didn't choose me. But on the, at the same time. It seemed like she was saying, like, so Billy, you just want me to go on this date? And he still wasn't changing his mind. So I'm like, bro, Rodney, read the room. I'm like, <laughs> he wants you to say no. Like, it seems like she kept begging him to say no. And he still wasn't. So at some point, I'm like, I'm confused. Is he being super respectful? Because this is weird. Just say no. <laughs> no. She's saying, you sure you don't? I thought you were going to want me to stay. He's like, no, I, I want you to make your own decision clearly honestly i feel like this whole move was played by producers and they they probably signed a contract i don't know i always have i always i'm always speculating Mm -hmm. behind closed door because at the end of the day we're watching a freaking reality tv show and we cannot expect nothing less but reality tv show um um, behaviors and produced reality tv show produced okay this is all a produced show so we have to be very very careful when we're judging these characters because i feel like at the same time they're not going to force you to do things, but there are certain things I think that are like more of a agenda kind of thing to me personally. It's like, cause let's look at it. The same thing happened with um, Logan and Kate. Oh, you want me to go on a date? You want me to go on a date? Why are we pushing that same agenda? You see what I'm saying? I feel like it's all a blade agenda. It It doesn't feel right. It it feels like it's all fake. It feels like it's not really a real scenario at this point. And they all just like playing into that game. Um, maybe it was not like strictly said for it to be a game, but it could have been like the producers like Rodney. Um, 
you know, this is when you come to paradise, mm-hmm. you want the person to explore in order for you to know if they're really yours. Mm-hmm. Or there was like an interview before that says, if your girl were to like, somebody would walk out, like, would you be a gentleman? Like, you know, there's like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, would you be a gentleman to letting her go? You know, like, would you be a gentleman to letting her go to that day? Because, you know, look like an asshole and making sure she makes the decision. Right. And then, and then she would be like, would you want to ask him to see if he would let you go? That way, you know, really how he feels about you. Because, you know, he couldn't be like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like, we would be. Let's go apply for the bachelorette, bro. Let's apply. Let's apply. <laughs> we can seriously. No, seriously, for real, for real. Like this, I feel like this all plays it because it's not like they force you to do something. But psycholo- psychology works. People don't understand the power of psychology. And to be a good producer, you need to be a very great. You need to be very good at psychology to mm. kind of like see human behavior and understand human behavior and mm. to know how to influence because that says a lot. Because at the end of the day, you have a show to make. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, too, like, there are producers that don't have to play that all that mind game. They just mm-hmm. tell you what to do and you know what you signed up for. So you have to do it. Point blank. That's true. And or you could just choose to break the contract and be like, I don't want to do this. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. That's that's up to you, too. But if you are here and on the island, you have to go by the rules, which is the <laughs> rules of paradise is you date multiple people until you find the one. That's how um, I know it's being producerly driven because the fact that Justin did not get a rose and he was able to come back. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. That's enough said. That is, yeah, exactly. And everybody's like, why? These, all these other men weren't down on the beach. It's like, so you have favor. Yeah, I know. Thanks to you. So, man, Genevieve and Aaron started to be my favorite couple after this scene that happened with them. <laughs> I'm like, wait, this is so good TV. This is raw. This is real. <laughs> when Justin came, Genevieve just started talking about it at mm-hmm. the bar to um Wells. And it's so funny how girls are really good at peeping when something is wrong with a guy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Wells was so confused. He was like, nothing happened. I, I didn't know this happened. <laughs> like, yeah. But she's like, no, he dropped the cup. I saw it. Something happened. Yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no, maybe he's just, you know, was going to use the bathroom. Or, <laughs> like, bro. But girls always can know. Like, that was really good. She peeps so fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's all part of knowing girl. someone. Yeah. yeah, when you're in love and you know someone, that's literally how it's going to be. You're going to learn them. You're going to know. Like, I always tell you, I know when something's wrong. You don't even have to tell me nothing's wrong. Same here with Bruno. Like, yeah. don't be like, oh, it's nothing. Like, I yeah, know you're, you're like, not, it's not like you're just quiet. There's a certain type of quiet you are, you know? It's like, so I think it was interesting to kind of see that too, because honestly, I felt like watching Genevieve and, and Aaron, I think because they're so similar in some ways where it's like, they, they probably are able to learn each other better, but at the same time, because they both have some similarities in terms of their personalities, it's kind of like they could butt heads easily as well. Uh, so true. I'm like, their personality in a relationship, it's toxic. Yeah. It's just not going to work long term because they both are sensitive human beings. Yes, exactly. And Aaron, as a man, he is super cringy sensitive. You know, like, <laughs> Did you, you say cringy? Because it's so traumatic. Like, why are you acting like a little boy? 
Honestly, at first he started acting healthy. Like in the beginning, it started having like it sounded like a healthy conversation when he expressed to her how it made me feel. And I'm so sorry. It's nothing. Maybe I'm just making a big deal out of it. I just want you to like me for me. These are real. These are real um, valid reasons to. Let me tell you when it was unhealthy. The fact that she said something wrong. He banged the cup on the table and stormed out. That alone was like, boy, you got a little anger issue. Like, come on, like breathe. Like that was already unhealthy. And then she had to come up to him. But I like the fact that he automatically communicated and said, this is why I'm mad. So that was Mm -hmm. very good. Mm -hmm. And Genevieve, she was very calmed about it. And she was very apologetic. She wasn't like, you know, being like, no, I didn't do this. She didn't say, why would you do this for that? She she was very much like apologetic and was very understanding. And they make up. It was just Mm -hmm. so beautiful. I love that. Now, let's talk about the second episode now when they were on the bed. All of them were on the bed, which I think was cute, by the way. Why all of them were on the bed? There's always that couple that's always fighting in public. And they reminded me of, like, so many couples that I've hung out with who just, like, fighting in public. And I'm like, oh, this is awkward. I know. that It's funny because they started arguing right in front of everybody. Like, they didn't even move. And then, like, you saw them leave. You saw the other people leave one by one. And then you saw... Victoria is literally all of us when I tell you. We all know Z. And she's like, oh, my God. I think they're fighting. I want to know I want to know what's happening. (laughs) I want to know what's the fight about. Like, Victoria is literally like everybody for real. And no, those- I think Victoria is a breath of fresh air on Paradise, oh honestly. Yeah. She's a breath of fresh air. I, I love watching her on Paradise. Like, I feel like you could see all of the maturity within her. Like, you could see the, the growth from Peter's season. Like, she's good. But I digress. Genevieve and, and um, Aaron started becoming a little too toxic in their conversation when now they start having a conversation Genevieve is storming off because she, she's she wants to leave she's mm-hmm. upset because of the way that he responded and he said not Ooh. everything is about you but he was screaming what what did you think about his behavior I didn't like how he was I didn't like it at all it's kind of scary I wouldn't want to see someone that I know Every time we get into a fight, he just start being over dramatic and then start crying, bro. He always crying. But no, I don't mind him. somebody that I don't mind somebody being sensitive. Like I don't mind. He cried. Every time he cried, it makes me like him. It makes me feel yeah. like okay, this guy has been through trauma. Trauma. Yeah, and exactly. Gentle, you know. Yeah, I think he. I honestly, he looks like a kid that's been through a lot of stuff, and I feel like I feel for him in a way. Like he's he's showing us he's a human being, which is what I love to see on there. Like there are real people too, regardless of it this being a show and it is produced. But these are real people, and I I feel like at the end of the day, they have real emotions and real you know sentiments, and that's why when I see people on Twitter like just going and posting and tagging these people and just saying meanful, hurtful things, I'm like. Like, get over yourself like yeah. say your thing say your thing in peace make your little jokey comments and just say your two cents and just get over yourself and just mm-hmm. go to sleep at night and go to work in the morning and get a job or something like <laughs> if you don't have one so it's like stop tagging these people and saying those mean things you know what i mean it's like it's pointless but anyway long story short i think their little curl stopped eventually 
all of this just for Genevieve to express to Aaron that she was trying to tell him, hey, I want to spend more time with you. <laughs> and I wanted to tell you that I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. Now, was it all of that necessary to get to that point? But it was hot. I love it. It was feisty. It Probably was like, not. It was crazy, but very toxic at the same time. It was so toxic. And it was really Nika. good TV. I was just like, I want more. I want more. <laughs> it was so good TV. They need to keep like putting the camera on them at all times. Like all the conversation <laughs> they have, they need to zoom in within them. Yeah, it, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it was just a lot. It was just it was, a lot. It but it was good, good TV. I, was, I, I ain't gonna I, lie. I, it was I good TV. Know, like, I want to know what happened next episode with that. Because after that, you can see Aaron spending time with her at the pool it was it was raw i love it it was good it was raw but it's like honestly i felt her because it's like everyone wants to hang with the boys and she just wants 10 minutes to hang more with it and you could tell her love language is quality time and affection it's a little bit annoying but i get it. it it's it's her i mean when you like somebody too you want to spend as much time with them so not really I I want to spend time oh. with you. I want to spend time with you, but not all the time. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm people that are like okay. I'm Justin. I cannot spend too many time with you. <laughs> Wait, Justin? Yeah. D- did Justin say that? Um, I think Justin alluded that she's clingy and he's just not that person. No, now honestly, I don't want to jump back to Justin and Eliza, but why do you feel about Eliza going back and kissing Justin right after she had that conversation with Rodney? Ooh, I don't know. I think that's how the beach is. I can't even judge her for it. It's just a messy beach. Or maybe it didn't happen right after. They just showed it right after, but still, it's just... That's true. It's a whole mess. And let's not even get to talking about Hayden and what, mm-hmm. whatever that girl name is, which I, every time she talks, I cringe. Was it Katie? Um, yeah, it's Kate? Kate. Yeah. It's I don't Kate. really like the way she talks. Damn, are you trying to be like um, Jenna um, saying that she has a manly voice? No, 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 no. It's not even that. It's just like the way she talks, it's like a condescending way. All the time. Yeah, it's like every time she talks, it's the very yeah, condescending. I don't even want to dwell on her. She's trying to be uh, Eliza, trying to, yeah, trying to find out, trying to find out if, um, trying to find out if Logan would care. No, Logan would not care. And yeah, then, exactly. They were Hayden and Hayden being Hayden. I don't even want to give Hayden that much attention. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, let's just let's just wrap it up. I don't want to talk about Kate. <laughs> like I'm done with my thought with Kate and Logan and Hayden. Yeah. Like I don't care about them. So yeah, let's talk about Shanae. She has the most date yes. on Paradise. She went on yes, a she does. four dates. Mm-hmm. Her and Logan has the most date according mm-hmm. to them. It's yeah, Logan, she- Shanae, and mm-hmm. definitely I don't know why, but Justin. Yeah, I think. I think um, Justin and um, <laughs> Joey, they were making fun of them, how they how young they are mm, like, that was because so of funny. how young they are, which is interesting because I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so funny. Like, everybody's <laughs> just like, oh, my gosh, how old are they? Like, 23. And they were like, all, all saying they were all saying, oh, my gosh, he could be he could be. Um, oh, what's his name? Michael's Michael's son. Son. They could or- be Michael's son. 
Mm-hmm. But I think their date actually went well with Shanae specifically. I think <laughs> Shanae and Joe, Joey or jo- what is his name? I don't know. I cannot tell them apart. It's twin Justin and Joey, I believe. Justin wears gold and Joe wears gold. I mean, silver. silver. Joe, Joe wears silver. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Joe and I think it was Joe and Genevieve. I mean, Joe and Shanae. Mm-hmm. They actually look like they might have something going, but I don't know if it's going to last anyway. I think it's just, it's pointless. I don't think it's going to last. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's going to last. She likes it right now because she's only getting attention from one from guy. From them. And she likes everyone. With every date, she's like, I think I'm liking this person. Yeah, I think she's more like the fun girl, just having fun on the beach. She had the most fun. Yeah, Honestly. but next episode, it seems like they're all crying, and I cannot wait to kind of oh like. Oh my gosh, I'm worried about Brendan and Serene. Yeah, I'm not that worried, but I'm like, why are they crying? They're you like got them crying that much. I know they're fine. So why are they? I crying? think they're okay. It's like I know they're they're together, but it's like why are they crying? I'm worried about them. Yeah. Well, those are some good teas. I think Rodney probably got them crying. You think so? Oh yeah, Rodney and Eliza break up with them, and yeah. they're, gonna, they're gonna be scared and find out that nothing is solid. Maybe that's why. That's a good prediction. Yeah. I think Rodney and Eliza. He's gonna, he's gonna try to ask her to marry her, and she's gonna break up with him. Oh my god, that's she's sad. gonna become the villain of the season. Maybe. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. Honestly. I really hope I'm wrong because I would not want that to happen. I would want them to be together. And if Eliza's smart, she knows what she would see what's good for her. Rodney looks like a very good gentleman, good guy. And he's chubby. So, you know, those chubby people can give you love. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, guys. We're going to have to end it here. Um, I've been watching Love and Blind. I just can't wait to finish it. And yeah, I can't wait. Do you have any last words? Um, just continue to keep up with us guys and make sure that you are um, following us on our all social media platforms we are on Twitter now so go check out our Twitter page and follow us on there it's on podcast and then we also on Instagram it's on podcast and we are also on YouTube now for our interviews that are to come we are on it's on podcast as well so and also check out our interview with Mike Johnson um, we're not really popping on YouTube but this was a really great interview about one of the contestants that was on The Bachelor. And he gave us some great insight about his life. Check that interview out on YouTube. And you could also listen to it on all this um, podcast platform. And don't forget to comment. That's right. That's right. Well, with that being said, guys, thank you so much for your for lending us your ear. I don't know if that even makes sense. But anyway, it was nice talking to y'all and talking with you, Nana. So we are out and we are off now with Obel. And Naika. Bye. Bye. Bye.